What's up, everybody? It's IBS Jesus coming at you guys with the IBS at the Dark uh, Day Two Draft Edition. I'm gonna have um, our IB expert Cody Stewart. He's gonna come on and talk to us about the draft. Um, we're gonna try to recap a little bit of yesterday's headlines, um, and then we're gonna just do uh, live commentary during the uh, second round of the draft. I've also opened the lines up to uh, live callers, so anybody that's out there listening, um, I've got a link on Facebook. I also tweeted it out. Um, If you're out there, you're listening, you want to call in, by all means, call in. Um, Give us your commentary. Give us your thoughts on picks, on your team's picks, on uh, other divisions. Let's just talk uh, sports. Let's talk football. Um, Before we start, I just want to let you guys know this is a part of the Iconoclistically Bombastic Network. If you guys like podcasts, we've got a website, iconoclisticallybombastic.com. You guys can check that out. Also, follow us on Twitter at Iconobomb. Um, my Twitter handle is at ActivelyLazy85. I'm at 99 followers, so bear with me. I'll keep plugging that in until I get to 100. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to bring Cody in. See if we can get him in here. Cody, What's you there? going on, Alex? What's up, man? How you doing? Um, I'm doing. Let's just go ahead good. and. Uh, I'm sorry. I said I'm doing good. Am I? I was gonna say, am I too loud? Cause I'm still working on the mic. Oh no, you're straight. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and just jump into um some of the draft talk. You did some extensive work uh, with the uh, draft. I know you did a couple mock drafts. Um, give me your thoughts on the winners and losers of the round one. Um, well, you know, nobody really knows besides the uh the GNs and scouts of the, the thirty two NFL franchises. Nobody really knows what the big boards look like. So 
mock drafts are just basically predictions that, you know, just out of left field, you know. So, out of the winners, I, I'm i going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I know that that kind of sounds crazy to hear Cleveland winning anything, mm-hmm. but to see them uh, trade back from two to eight early on uh, in the month and then trade down from eight to 15 to pick up more picks, and then they finally uh, take a wide receiver who I think Corey Coleman will be uh, a very good receiver in this league. Um, of course, you know, I think that they, they still need to address the offensive line, but um, adding these extra picks, because this team has holes everywhere, adding these extra picks are surely going to help them uh, upgrade this team. And uh, another winner I think is Jacksonville, um, getting Jalen Ramsey. Uh, having him fall all the way to fifth, because uh, a lot of people thought that he might go to either San Diego or Dallas. Uh, I think that this definitely helps out their defense uh, even more. They did a good job this offseason with signing uh, Malik Jackson, Prince of Mucamara. Uh, but adding Ramsey to this defense and, you know, we still have Miles Jack on the board uh, in the second round, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens there. So uh, what about you? What do you? Who do you think um, – is, is a winner from yesterday. Uh, I think anytime you can gain draft picks um, and still theoretically get who you want, you're a winner. So um, I like what the Cleveland Browns did. Uh, the issue I have, I, I'm a big Coleman fan. I followed uh, Baylor a lot in college. I like what he does. Um, I know people do comparisons all the time. Just his frame um, reminds me a little bit of Antonio Brown. Uh, the way he goes after the ball um in traffic occasionally when they did have to throw across the field. Uh, reminds me a lot of A.B. His route running isn't as good as A.B., um, but, I mean, you're, you're taking a guy who's at the peak of his NFL career and comparing him to a guy that's fresh out of college. So um, I think he can do great things. Obviously, I just don't think he can do those great things with RG3. But um, I was a big proponent of the Browns building a team before they go after a quarterback. And if they've got RG3 for the next two years and uh, the quantity of uh, picks that they have right now, I think that's their game plan as well. And I and I support that 100%. Um, the other winner, I think, and I know this sounds crazy because I've been kind of hard on them, are the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Um, if you think about it, the only thing they were missing um, in their run last year other than healthy Tony Romo, healthy Dez Bryant, was a running game. Um, Ezekiel Elliott has shown he can be a feature back in the NFL based on his workload that he did at Ohio State. He played some good defenses um, throughout his collegiate career, and he performed on a on a on a like large scale um, in big games. So he's he's a he's a gamer, and um, I think he's a student of the game. He he takes his craft seriously. Um, he's a competitor. We've seen that uh, via his Twitter and uh, a couple of his interviews um, towards the latter part of his uh, collegiate career. So I think he'll fit in perfectly in Dallas, and he's eager to uh, come in and make an impact. And behind that young offensive line and uh, with a young running back, I think the only thing they're really missing now is just um, theoretically a quarterback of the future because Romo's on his way out. And I know a lot of people wanted Ramsey. A lot of people wanted defense. I was one of the people who thought they should pick a def- defensive person as well. But then as I started thinking about it and uh, looking over when they were successful, even last year, their defense didn't necessarily perform that bad. Actually, their defense kept them in a couple games. So 
So I guess the necessity wasn't there for defense. Um, I know a lot of people think highly of Ramsey, but when you have a, a playmaker like Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, you kind of have to take that. You know, he can he can line up at wide out. Uh, he can catch out the backfield. He can block, which is also something that I don't think he gets a lot of credit for, but he doesn't mind blocking. And uh, he finishes runs. So that could be um, a big factor um, for the Dallas Cowboys this year if they can stay healthy. I think he can be a game changer for them. Um, that. My loser, my loser yesterday, <laughs> my loser is going to be the New York Giants just because you guys needed Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I mean, um, he would have helped. He would have helped that team a whole lot, man. I know, and I know people wanted that, and it looked like it might play out, but honestly, uh, it you know it just didn't. Um, I want to say the Chargers are losers because Bosa doesn't necessarily fit the system that they run. And I know um, one of the guys in the group, Chase, was mentioning that today, and I was thinking about it too. A lot of people had him as a four-three uh, guy. And um, I think the Chargers are a three-four team, and they and they drafted him with the third pick. But um, there is also people who said he could possibly be a hybrid, uh, where he can play four-three or three-four. But I think the consensus amongst uh, scouts and, and experts was that he was more fit to be a four-three guy. Um, what are your thoughts on the Ezekiel Elliott pick and the Joey Bosa pick? Uh, uh no doubt about it, Zeke. Definitely helps out the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, this is actually a team that seems to be, you know, getting the right pieces at the right time. And you know, maybe in the next two or three years, when Romo retires, their only need might just be quarterback. You know, it seems like they're getting this team straightened out. Uh, definitely looking towards the future. And you know, I know a lot of people want to say that the Cowboys had McFadden, they signed Alfred Morris, they had Dunbar. But, I mean, when you have a talent like Ezekiel Elliott there who can be a three-down back, uh, as you mentioned, he, he's not scared to block for you. Um, I mean, you have to take him. I mean, McFadden is getting older. Uh, Morris is starting to go downhill. So you, you get Elliott and you plug him in right away. And, I mean, he could be uh, the spark to this offense to, to really really get them going. Uh, now, as far as Bosa goes to the, the Chargers, uh, I, I was shocked mm-hmm. when when they, they said his name uh, when San Diego picked because, you know, like you said, a lot of people were thinking Ramsey was going to go there. Uh, some were even thinking offensive linemen to protect Philip Rivers. But I, I feel like Buckner, if they were going to go D-line, I feel like Buckner would have been a better fit uh, than what Bosa is because, I mean, don't, and don't get me wrong, I think Bosa is a, a great DN, but I just, like you said, I don't think that he fits that, that style, that system that, that San Diego is running. But, you know, if he does come out like he did at Ohio State, I mean, he's an athlete. I mean, you know, he, he can probably transition to it, but I just feel like if San Diego was going to go be in, it should have been Buck. Yeah, um, the – the issue with the Chargers, as a, as a 49er fan, I'm absolutely ecstatic they didn't pick uh, Buckner. But um, I think in the 3-4, the one thing that's overlooked are, are those guys in the 3-4 uh, techniques that can move the pocket. You know, like I think that was mm-hmm. ultimately Justin Smith's greatest contribution to the 49ers defense uh, when we were at our peak uh, with Patrick Willis and all those guys. And then if you look down the line, 
of great three, four defenses, uh, one thing that holds true usually is that they have a really strong nose tackle and they've got guys in those, uh, those three, four techniques that can move the pocket and not necessarily generate a lot of sacks, but they allow the edge rushers to disrupt and, and get one-on-one matchups because the quarterback can't get comfortable to step up. And I think, um, I think Wolf did a good job of that last year uh, in the Super Bowl. Actually, I think it was on display. Uh, you saw um, <clears throat> my man uh, Demarcus Ware. He ended up becoming that disruptor that moved the pocket, not necessarily making the sack, but doing enough that you had to you had to um, show him some type of attention with your with your extra blocker in the backfield to to keep the quarterback from getting uncomfortable. In this case, it was Cam Newton. And then you end up with your speed guy one-on-one on the outside with, with some tackle that, honestly, I don't think there's ever going to be uh, a left tackle that can keep up with the athleticism that we see nowadays on the on the edge with these uh, rushers like Bob Miller, Alden Smith. Like, it just gets better every year. Like, J.J. Watt, you know, if you think about it, systematically every year we've gotten a new rusher who's just blowing yeah. somebody up with speed and quickness and power. So uh, tackles are – starting to get somewhat at a disadvantage, kind of like what we saw uh, when receivers transitioned to be taller and uh, faster and stronger than the average cornerback. So you're gonna, I think we're going to see a lot of people uh, using backs to block, and it's just going to make guys like Buckner that much more useful in a 3-4 defense because he's going to start moving that pocket. And, and it's your worst-case scenario for a quarterback. You, he's tall enough that you can't see over him, and he's too strong you know, moving the guy back into your uh, hip pocket for you to step up so you have to, you know, roll out or get outside the pocket. And in most cases, with the edge rushes that we have now, people, they, there's no advantage to getting outside of the pocket anymore. Yeah. So um, we're, I think we're we're seeing uh, just, just the evolution of the game uh, makes it interesting. And, and so in Bosa's case, I know I've been hard on mm-hmm. him uh, a little bit more so because I just, I just anti-Ohio State. But um, what we're going to see, I think, is uh, the transition, and hopefully Bosa can, can be that hybrid that they want. Um, but I think they're going to need a little bit more to help him out. I don't know if he's going to be the guy that's the initiator or the catalyst of the defense in the future. But uh, we got our first uh, we got our first second-round pick, Emmanuel Agba out of Oklahoma State defensive end from the uh, Cleveland Browns. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that that's a great pick because <laughs> uh, yeah. they need to help. They they need they need a defensive presence, man, and uh, they need somebody that's athletic. And and I'm as you can see off that highlight right there, he's definitely one of those guys. Um, I think he was like the shining spot on this Oklahoma State defense because they didn't have much mm-hmm. defense this year. I can attest to that. Not many people in that conference have defense, but. If you watch how he works on the edge and, and um, his just strength and size, I think he's going to be a good good prospect moving forward. Well, the thing that I like about this pick is, like you said, the Browns definitely uh, they need to get a defense going. Uh, I like the pick right here for the simple fact that they, last year in the first round, they took a uh, D-tackle uh, out of Washington. Danny Shelton, I think, for his name. Maybe not. I'm trying to think. But, I mean, he, he's a big body in the middle. And then you add Emmanuel in uh, to play DN. I mean, they're starting to get that defensive line straightened out. Um, mm-hmm. So they, they, they definitely 
are going to be able to, when they're trying to be able to put pressure on, you know, the on Ben Roethlisberger, Andy Dalton, all those quarterbacks in that division. So, um, great pick right here for Cleveland, I think. Now, are you surprised that Miles Jack and um, Derrick Henry are still out there in the second round? I'm not surprised Derrick Henry's still out there. Uh, I think that I think that it was pretty evident that it was more than likely just going to be one running back taken in the first round, and that was going to be Ezekiel Elliott. Um, as far as Jack goes, you, you know, you just don't know what to believe as far as those reports coming out about his knee and saying that he could possibly need surgery down the road. So uh, I really thought that Jack, if he was going to fall out to fall, was going to stop at Miami at 13. Obviously, that didn't happen. But I think another report came out today uh, from uh, Dr. Was it James Andrews. He said something that uh, after reevaluating Jack's knees, like he won't be back in the knee surgery in the future or something like that. So I don't know if that's going to make teams now pounce on him or not, but I am surprised that he fell out of the, the first round. Now, um, do you think the uh, history of Alabama backs in the NFL, I know we, we joke about that in our group a lot, but, I mean, there is kind of a, a, a bad taste left in a lot of teams' mouths after they draft the Alabama back, and, and they just never pan out as well as, as they did in college. Uh, Mark Ingram, Trent Richardson, um, and then last year, Ed Lacy, even though he's got he's got a chance this year to redeem himself, and, and he started out a lot better than um, – than uh, Mark Ingram, but um, do you feel like that mm-hmm. kind of plays into um, into uh, a lot of GMs' minds when they're when they're looking over uh, Derrick Henry? I, I do, and you know, I think I'm trying to. I can't remember who said it, but uh, they basically said something along the lines of Alabama gets these these big big uh, offensive linemen, these recruits, so the Alabama running backs when they come in. You know, I mean, they had, like, this stout line in front of them that just opened holes like no other, and, you know, they're just able to run. It doesn't matter about vision. doesn't matter about anything because the holes are so big. But then once you get to the NFL and it's somewhat of an even playing field as far as the talent goes uh, on both sides of the ball, you know, really the, the only fit I could see, if, if the mindset is like that as far as, you know, why take an Alabama running back because – of uh, the recent picks in the uh, the last few years, I mean, you would say Dallas would be the fit for for Henry just because of their big mm-hmm. offensive line. But obviously, Dallas is going to take Henry. So, um, I think Henry goes in the second round for sure. Team wise, though, I have I have no idea, man. It's a toss up. Yeah, I I wonder if um. Because I didn't see him catching out the backfield a lot, and we don't see that out of um, Alabama backs anyway, just because they run a more um, traditional, heavy pro-style offense. I wonder if that plays into a factor too, because nowadays um, I feel like GMs and, and and teams want somebody that can at least catch the ball every now and then. Yeah. And when we talk about the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the aging Tony Romo, I feel like they're transitioning. Um, into that type of style of offense. So getting somebody like Ezekiel Elliott uh, helps them out because now they don't have to necessarily rotate in on a, with a third down back because they, they've got their in-between-the-tackles type back and out for more. Yeah. All right, so we got and, you know, Tennessee Titans. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
As I said, we got the Tennessee Titans uh, making their pick. Javon Kurtz is reading it for them. Um, they got a linebacker, Kevin Dodd, from Clemson. Um, going off their first-round pick, uh, I think they got Conklin. Um, I would say that was a great pick because they, uh, they need to protect Marcus Mariota, even though I'm – I'm leaning towards the fact that I think they're going to give up on him uh, in the next couple of years. I don't think they're going to invest in him too much longer because it didn't seem like the the coaching switch and stuff didn't work out as well as uh, a lot of people thought. But we'll give it time this year. Uh, what they got here, it looks like he's a outside linebacker, I guess, for Clemson. Um, looks like he could be in the mold of, of maybe the uh, Ahmad Brooks Alden Smith type, the linebackers, but they could play play down um, in the four point stance over there, be an edge rusher. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, Dodd for Tennessee, uh, you know they they definitely need to they need to get the defense straight. I mean Tennessee has a lot of holes too. They definitely need to get mm-hmm. the defense straight. I like his size, uh, six five two seventy five. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he's gonna be playing uh, D end. For Tennessee, and I mean, last year at Clemson, you know, he he didn't have a bad year. Uh, he had twelve and a half sacks to go with twenty four tackles for loss. So, I mean, you're talking about a disruptive guy who obviously knows how to get into the backfield, but he can also um, contribute in stopping the run as well. Okay, so. So you're saying he? Oh, he's more of a defensive end. He's not more of the linebacker style because they they got him listed as a linebacker. <laughs> uh oh. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. And you know the thing is, though. I mean, I just I, I look at his size. You know, like I said, six five, two seventy five. And I mean, mm-hmm. he at, at Clemson. I mean, he, he he did stand up, but he also mm-hmm. put his uh, hand in the ground as well. So um, mm-hmm. I just I feel like Tennessee because I mean I know they have a rack of which. Uh, you know mm-hmm. that that is what it is. If he can stay healthy, but mm-hmm. I feel like moving him to the D line will 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 help out more than at linebacker. We got the Cowboys up right now. Uh, yeah, I, I actually really like I like this um, I like this pick right here. Wow, that is uh, a great pick. Yeah, Jalen Smith outside linebacker Notre Dame. I think that's perfect for them, and and it makes that first round pick look even better. Um, I thought their strategy would be to jump on Zeke um, or jump on an offensive player uh, with that in mind, knowing that they can get somebody like this uh, in the in the next round. And they need they need athleticism uh, in the linebacking core because they can't keep uh, guys like Lee healthy. So I think that's perfect mm-hmm. for them. You know, and it's what is such a freak accident. Um, and when it, I think it was the ball game when he uh, he hurt his knee. Uh, and you know you're saying if he doesn't hurt his knee last year, he's a top five pick, no doubt about it. And you know with Dallas already knowing that Smith isn't going to be able to play in the 2016 season, that's still going to be able to have him sit back, watch the game, and still mm-hmm. you know learn from Sean Lee or Rolando McLean. So. I mean, like I said, Dallas understands he's not going to be able to play in 2016, but this is an awesome pickup for the future. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like I'm going to have to end up giving Jerry some praise, man. I haven't done that in the draft in <laughs> probably about two years, man, two, three years. But, yeah, definitely definitely uh, 
makes me somewhat excited because the NFC East has been been on the down, um, and it's not just uh, it's not just you know last year, but we're talking like the last couple years. They they're not as as dominant as people mm. remember them being. So um, I'm happy he he got a chance, and I'm and I'm actually wondering if people are gonna now jump on Miles Jack because I think they had similar injuries. Man, let me let me just get off subject a tad. Um, I know you have Twitter. Uh, do you follow as far as like do you get notifications from like a lot of the beat writers or anything like that? Uh, I'm just like, right now I'm just, uh, I'm just following Bay Area writers, but I'm I'm starting to branch out a little bit more. I just got into my um into my Twitter phase. It's just it's crazy to see because I you know obviously I follow a lot of giant uh, beat writers and. Uh, a lot of them are at the draft, and, I mean, the same thing happened last year. I mean, these, like, as you see, the Chargers are on the clock. Well, I mean, I'm not going to give it away. I'm going to wait for them to announce it on live TV. But a lot of the beat writers already said who the Chargers have selected. And yeah. I, I just I don't understand if the the TV is on, you know, a little bit of a um, a delay or, or what. So it, it's just crazy to see how this stuff happens. But anyway, let's get back on subject. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um, I stayed off of Twitter yesterday uh, because of that. But um, we got a caller, so I'm gonna um, roll in and get this caller real quick. Hello, you're on IBS out the dark. Five four zero two five nine. Who is this? Maurice Hayton. Oh, what's up, Maurice? What's up, man? You don't have to give you your full government. You can just say Marie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, are you man. excited about your uh, Cowboys pick just now? Nah, man. Nah. What? I mean, I, I mean, I guess I, down the road I could be excited, but if we went deep the first round, shouldn't we go mm-hmm. for a player that's going to impact the defense this mm-hmm. year? When you think, like, I don't understand this move from the Saints. All I'm hearing is he's not playing this year at all. So I know we're trying to also help out now and build for the future, but it's just confusing to me why we at least go Jack over over uh, this guy. What's his name? Jalen uh, something. Mm. I forgot his name already. But Jaylen, what did you yeah. want? Yeah. I wanted Miles Jack. If we was going to take this risk, why not go Jack? At least we would have seen what Jack had this year. You know, I think I think they're both slightly risky, but um, from what, what in the world? Yeah, I just saw the pick. Um, Cody. we'll get to that in a second. But uh, from, okay. from what I was um, reading, a lot of people thought Jalen uh, or Jaden Jalen uh, Smith's injury was uh, they thought it was better, better suited. Like he would heal. Better and there there wasn't any long term ram- like ramifications like uh, with Miles um, Jack. A lot of the reports coming out weren't they weren't that good, man. It just seemed like it was gonna his knee was gonna fall apart any minute now. Um, and some people thought that this cave when he hills would make more of an impact. So I'm not sure. Maybe maybe the Cowboys are playing off of the same reports I'm reading or that we're getting. But um, I can understand why you're a little upset. But to me. I mean, it's the same risk oh, with both players. Or oh, why not go Spence? If we need pass rushers that bad, why not go Spence? 
Like, I'm not understanding. I understand. I, I bet, like, that dude, Dodd, was high on that list, too, and then uh, Tennessee snatched him. But I don't know. Maybe they, I'm hearing Jalen Smith, like, McShay and all these guys. I'm watching ESPN, and they're saying, oh, man, if it wasn't for the knee, he'd be, like, a top-five prospect any year. So that kind of makes me happy. But just the fact that – I was getting Zeke yesterday. Trust me, I wanted to grab Zeke. But – we everybody knows that we had to grab defense too and a backup quarterback. So I'm just wondering why would we do this for something that could possibly may never happen or at the earliest it's going to happen a year from now, well, a year and a half from now. So that's the only thing that got me a little confused about the pick. If he turns out to be a beast, then, that, you know, that we, we did what we had to do. But it's just going to be so long for me to evaluate and see what I see on the field. I'm just a little disappointed about it. Well, I can tell you this much, Maurice. Um, I know the the one thing about the Cowboys though is, I mean, y'all y'all have some needs, yeah, but they're not dire needs. So I mean, yeah, you need defensive line. Defensive line is very very deep this year. So I mean, y'all can definitely pick up somebody in the third round, maybe the fourth. And I know you said something about a backup quarterback. Same thing goes. I mean, in the third round, you know, Hackenberg might be there. Could be there in the fourth round too. So I'm just I'm just saying. So you know, this, this is. I mean, I think this is. If I'm a Cowboys fan, I'd be excited about this because once again, this is. Yeah, he won't be able to play this year, but I mean, if he does play like um, everybody thinks he will, I mean, this, this is going to be a, a linebacker that will be able to to make plays for y'all for the next decade. And I read on Twitter somewhere, too, that our team doctor was the one that did his surgery. So that kind of, you know, that makes you feel a little better that he knows exactly what's going on. True. All right, well, yeah, if that's, if that's the case, then, then that's that's perfectly fine, I guess. They got inside information. It seems like with uh, Miles Jack, there's just conflicting reports. Um, and then for some reason he posted a video of him dunking a basketball, which, again, yeah. I post that on Twitter. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Okay, your knee's fine that you can jump, but I don't think the strength of the knee is necessarily what's scaring people. It's if somebody rolls up on you, uh, which we see that a lot in the NFL, and then you know he's playing in the box, he's going to get chop blocked eventually. Like, how is your knee going to react to that? I mean, obviously running and jumping isn't an issue. We've seen all the the combine and uh, pro day workouts that, that he's done. So, um. Before we uh, get too far behind, the Chargers just selected a tight end in the second round. I'm inclined to think that if he's not Gronkowski or Jimmy Graham, why would you pick him this early? I don't understand that pick. I don't think they need a tight end necessarily this early. I feel like they've got more pressing matters. Uh, Do you guys have any thoughts on that? I agree with you on that. They definitely have more pressing matters. Uh, Like we said, offensive line. Uh, um, Jack is picking. Yeah, I don't want to say that at all because everybody knows that their offensive line is trash. So they should have definitely went O line right here, preferably a tackle. And you know, Henry, like you said, um, Allen, like if it's not a Gronkowski, um, Henry only had 700 and. Oh, Miles Jack is okay. off the board. There we go. Miles Jack. 
Now, these two is going to ever be, forever be tied in. Why should I tell you? This is going to forever mm-hmm. be tied in. Miles Jack and Jalen Smith. Whoever, I'm telling you, this, this is going to haunt me. If Miles Jack ends up being a beast and Smith doesn't, I'm just going to be so upset. <laughs> Jacksonville <laughs> is having a great draft. I mean, if you if you think about it, Jacksonville's had decent drafts uh, the last two seasons, I think. If you look at the production they got from their uh, receiver weapons, I think they drafted both of them. And then um, their defense isn't necessarily that bad anymore. I mean, they're not they're not a top twenty defense or top mm-hmm. ten. Sorry, they're not a top ten defense, but there's problems there. And then um, if Jack comes through and he can mm-hmm. actually play, he's healthy. I mean, I've seen him play this year, and he's a stud, man. Like he's he's a good linebacker. But again, how is that knee gonna hold up when he gets chop blocked or something like that? That I think is the concern. But if he's healthy, there's no doubt he's he's a the athletic beast, man. You you see where he's at in a lot of these defenses. He's out there guarding guys in the slot and stuff. He's a, he's a linebacker, you know. So that and he's an inside linebacker at that. So uh, to me, that shows great athleticism and, and uh, awareness on defense. Is that him running the ball? Oh yeah, he was. Uh, I think he was recruited as a running back. Oh, I did not know that. That that's a tidbit right there. I like wow. That. See. <laughs> Shades wow, of uh, Carlos Williams, man. <laughs> well, hey, well, let me tell you this. I'm uh, I'm looking up some of his stats right now. This is pretty crazy. So I think he was, well, I don't know, because he played defense and he played offense uh, his, uh, his freshman year at UCLA. He ran 38 times for 267 yards and seven touchdowns. You said what? I'm sorry. I'm, I was reading through. Uh, I was reading through. So what did you say again? I said uh, his freshman year at UCLA, he played uh, running back and he played linebacker. Uh, at run, the running back position, he rushed for 38 times uh, for 267 yards and seven touchdowns. Wow, and that's not even his best position. Exactly. Hey, hey, look, Maurice, we got another Cowboy fan on the line. I'm going to put you on hold. If you hang up, you want to call back later or something when this guy's done, then that's perfectly fine. But we're going to roll with another caller real quick, okay? All right. Thanks for calling in, man. And, again, if you're on the line when we're done, I'm going to bring you back on, okay? All right. And then uh, we got this thread that you can also type in and comment as well. There's a couple guys in there. All right, Cody, we got another Cowboy fan. It seems like they're the only people who really care today. <laughs> this Cowboy fan is, is special, though. Everybody's everybody was everybody caring about our pick yesterday. That's all everybody could talk about was our Here pick yesterday. Here now nobody cares all of a sudden. Cody did five special marks just for the Cowboys. I mean, people care. <laughs> Evidently, people care. Well, well, oh who God. who cares about this pick right now? What, what, what I are care because it's my damn it's my damn airways. I can curse. It's the dumbest mm-hmm. fucking pick I have seen oh in quite God. a bit of time. The dude 
needs nerve regeneration. He needs to go to Benny Hinn. We have no idea if he will ever come back mm-hmm. and be the same player. He doesn't have just a torn ACL. He's, he's tore up. Just a catastrophic injury. No one knows if he will come back and be the player he was. And we're using a second-round pick in the beginning mm-hmm. of the second round on this dude. It's unbelievable that they would even think that. So we got Romo, who can't play through a whole season, Sean Lee, who can't play through a whole season, and a guy who starts his career unable to play through a whole season. They want me to be a fanboy. I'm going to be a fanboy because I am pissed off. Hey, hey, Mr. Mr. Carlton, I'm going to put you on hold real quick. We got a special guest calling in, and uh, I'm going to bring you right back. But he wants to talk about the Giants, and uh, Cody's going to want to talk to him about their pick, okay? Damn, R.C. <laughs> Hello, Mr. DeBella. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm sitting here watching this draft. I'm thinking that the Jaguars are having a great draft. I mean, they got Miles Jack in the in the uh, second round. I would have been happy if the Giants got him in the first. And um, and then they they got Jalen Ramsey. I think they really improved. I'm sitting here praying that some offensive lineman that you know the kid from Indiana falls to the the Giants because. You know, the kid that they got, he may turn out to be great, but he's 20 years old. He's little, you know. I was watching tapes of him. He looks like he holds a lot. And I'm wondering how we wound up with that kid in the 10th pick of the draft and, and didn't, like, you know, couldn't move down and get another second-round pick or third-round pick. So I'm a little disappointed in the Giants' draft. I'm hoping they redeem themselves big in the second and third round. All right, uh, our draft expert um, is here right now. He's a Giants fan. Cody, uh, could you talk to Mr. DeBella about the uh, first-round pick for the Giants? How do you feel about Apple? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. When when they say Eli Apple, man, I mean, I, I instantly got mad uh, because I really felt like Apple, you know, we we could have traded back at him at like 20 or something like that. And like you said, you know, we could have maybe got a, a second-round pick, a third-round pick, something like that. The second round, the second round picks are almost as good as the first round picks this year. I mean, when you get past like you know the the top guys, so I don't understand how they they were they took a guy, they reached for a guy, and didn't get another draft pick when they could have gotten another draft pick. They could have really helped the team. I mean, you can get a running back, a really decent running back, or receiver with a second or third round pick. Eli Apple was going to be there with the twentieth pick. I mean, I, I just believe that. So I, I don't really get it. I mean, I'm sick of Jerry Reese. I hope he gets fired. Honestly, you know. <laughs> You know, my thing is that you know, um, I was hearing a lot of reports before the draft started last night that we were really high on Leonard Floyd, which I didn't want that either because, I mean, I understand he went ninth overall, but I, I don't think that – I think that's a reach by um, Chicago anyway, taking him at nine. So, with us taking Apple, I mean, I, I wasn't happy about that. I mean, I would have been perfectly fine, and I mean, I know this was a reach from where he actually did go into the draft, but I mean, if we're going to take cornerbacks, which we already have two decent cornerbacks now, so Apple will come in to be a nickel, I would have been already moving to taking, like, Josh Dotson or Corey Coleman, a receiver right there. You know I don't saying? disagree with that, but i got to tell you something what we really should have done is we should have, we, should have, we should have given up a pick, moved up to number eight, and gotten Conklin, who's going to be a stud. Period. Or, 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 or we should have realized every MFR in this draft has smoked weed in his life. Every freaking one of them. So I don't, <laughs> yeah, they I, have. I don't give I don't give a rat's ass that Tunsil had a bong in his mouth three years ago. I don't give a shit. 
And like the idea is just so it was probably his like stepfather that tried to sabotage him. And the Dolphins yeah, yeah. did a big the, the big gain. Come on, like like why? Because there was a picture of him. Like you think that you think you think if they found find out that mm-hmm. like a, a, a draft potential draftee smoked weed that they care? No, why? Because because someone put it on Twitter. The kid fell for thirteen, and we let him. We passed him up with some twenty year old kid that looks like a stick. Like look, I think Apple's a great athlete, and I hope he becomes a superstar because I'm a Giant fan. But but you know what? I, I don't see him being an immediate impact player. And when I look at tapes to him. He holds a lot, and uh, and you know he's. I think he's going to get called on and flagged a lot when he's in there, and it's going to be like a, a lot of growing pains for him. I mean, I, I don't understand what Giants did because Reese needed a sure thing pick in the first round. There were other guys out there that were sure things, and I don't think he took one. Well, you know, I've got, got a um, I've got an Ohio State fan uh, who who follows a lot of basically Ohio State football. He's got a little bit more insight on Apple as well. I'm going to bring him on. Uh, he can talk to you as well, Mr. DeBella. Uh, Chase. What's going on, guys? So, so Chase, what do you think? Come on. I wasn't put on hold on my own damn show, people. Hello. All right. Now, you can go back to your normal broadcasting. Y'all, everybody's doing a good job. I just wanted to put that out there. Return. <laughs> Site on Apple. Yeah, um, everything I heard you say actually about Apple, I mean, it's not mm. unreasonable. I don't think that it'd be other, the only thing that I would say is that I don't think that there were a lot of sure things left on the table unless you say Tunsil. But um, the best thing I heard about that whole situation today was not like teams weren't weren't upset that he was smoke that they saw him smoking weed. They just saw all this stuff happening back to back to back after they already knew that he had like a crazy backstory for the last couple of years as it was. And they didn't know what kind of like nightmare this could blow up into if he was being extorted by agents or family or both or how that was all playing out. So like yeah, you know, in that, that, in that short period of time, they didn't know how to react to that. So that made sense to me. And I, I get that, but you know what? They mm. could have gotten a stud receiver, a stud receiver. You know, there, there were there were still short things on the board. At yeah, but you guys, you you don't need a stud receiver. You have a stud receiver, and you might have like a couple of corners. But I mean, Apple's going to be a guy that, yeah, he's twenty, he's young, and he's not going to be great this year. But he's going to be someone that is going to get a lot better. He's going to make so an impact this is, year for you. You know, you know better than I do. Is he better than Hargraves? Is he better than Carl Thomas? Is he better than those two guys? Mm-hmm. He's got better upside. I mean, he's 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 a long corner. He's good. He's good at press. I mean, he's he's going to be once he gets better with his hands. Once he starts getting his head around better, he if if they can coach him up, I mean, he's going to be an elite guy. That just made me feel better. I got to jump off because my girlfriend gave me a dirty look at the dinner. But I'll, I'll, I'll call you. I'll call you guys better back later after the Giants make a pick with you. All right, cool. Thanks, man, for calling in. All right, all right. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Lou DeBella calling in. Um, it's probably one of our more famous call-ins. <laughs> but uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling. Uh, I was going to say, uh, since I got three people on right now, I think I got Cody, Chase, and um, Maurice is on as well. Um, am I the only person who thinks Hargraves is kind of overrated for the NFL level? Man, I'm a huge fan of Hargraves. I really think that he's going to be an impact corner. I mean, yeah, me too. About, his ball skills is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That, that's why I like him. Any corner that 
I mean, being a Cowboys fan, all we do is knock the ball down or get burnt. So any corner that's like a ball hawk and, and has great ball skills like that, I really appreciate it. He's a small guy, though, isn't he? I mean, you know, the NFL is just shifting into, like, they want they want bigger corners, and, and uh, I think he's a smaller guy. And I mean, I don't know, man. Like, a guy like Apple, you have size and speed that are really good and really good just natural ability that he can – I think his ceiling is a lot higher than Hargraves, personally. Of course you do. <laughs> I just, I mean, I'm, I'm in agreement with Chase. I think Hart, I think Hargraves is, I don't know, man. Like, I, he just, he's slow. I question his, his, uh, his enthusiasm in the game sometimes. Like, whether or not, like, if it doesn't come easy to him, is he going to try? You know, like, if he gets matched up against a really good receiver, and the game's not going his way because he had it kind of easy in college. Like they had a good defense in Florida. They had a good front. They had uh, he had good complements uh, in the secondary. But in the NFL, you're not he's not going to get that on the Bucks. The Bucks are are kind of rough on, in, around the edges on defense. So when things aren't going his way and and he starts getting picked on or he has that one bad game, how's he going to respond to that? I also don't like well, the fact, I don't think he's that fast or quick. Or I say quick. I don't think he's that quick. Now he does have balls. I don't know nothing about Apple, so I can't really make that assessment. I, I really haven't watched any kind of tape, any kind of film. Like I maybe watched a game or two of Ohio State, but I really haven't watched much of Apple, so I really can't make that assessment. But I, me personally, yeah, he's a little small, but he's going to learn every day in practice going up against uh, Jackson and um, what's the kid? Uh, yeah, Mike Evans said it's it's going to be he he's going to I think he's going to he's going to get good man I, he does he do need to put some weight on but his ball skills like I said you can't find that anywhere that's an instinct and that's something that's hard to find in a defensive back. Hey, uh, Cody, do you know? If- I don't know if you knew this, but Eli Apple's actually from Jersey. He might even be a Giants fan, man. You might have got someone in the family. He, well, I'll tell you this much. He's not a Giants fan. Well, well going by <laughs> what I've been seeing all day, um, apparently, I mean, mind you, this was when he was like 16 or something, but he tweeted out something. I think it was during the Super Bowl uh, when the Giants and the, the Patriots played. He was like, I hate both of these teams, but I hate the Patriots more or something like that. And it was another – Another tweet that he put out something saying, kind of bashing the Giants as well. So I don't think that he's a Giants fan. Well, if if y'all are worried about him getting interceptions, he's got the best quarterback in the league to throw him interceptions in practice all the time. (laughs) All right, Chase, we're going to let you go. Hey, hey, look, so here's my uh, next question. Do you guys feel like, does it matter some of these tweets that people are pulling up? I saw somebody pull up something from, like, 2012 on uh, Jared Goff and, like, uh, something he said. Uh, like, does any of this stuff matter to you guys? I feel like they're, they're kids. God forbid if I ever get a, a big-time job, somebody looks at my Twitter handle. I'm nah, telling you, my exit strategy is to just delete it before I go into a job. <laughs> but um, what do you guys you got think? To, man. Does, that, does that play? Does that play into the factor of, like, okay. could you not draft somebody because mm-hmm. they hated on your team three years ago? No, because my thing is, you know, you look at it now, okay, Apple's tweet was four years ago or something like that, he was 16. Okay, 
I mean, come on, 16, we were all making dumb mistakes, saying dumb stuff on social media, whatever. So him knowing that this is a business now, he could care less what team he was drafted to. He's going to go there. He's going to do what he has to do so he can earn a paycheck. So we got our first small-time college pick, um, to my knowledge. Uh, no, he is no small-time college, man. He's a Buckeye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eastern Kentucky? <laughs> it says yeah, that's where, we, that's where we shipped him off, man, after he got caught on oh. Molly a couple mm-hmm. times. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. I was right, really so that's, hoping that's he was going to be Ohio State uh, uh, highlights. <laughs> that was confusing, man. That was confusing. All right, so – I'm still gonna I'm still gonna let him claim small time college. Um but <laughs> give us the four one one on that, Chase. Is this guy any good? What about Carson, good Wentz? Carson Wentz can a small school. Well Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, that was so forget that. Spence Spence was great, all American player for us before he left and then uh he had a great senior bowl. The concern about him is He's got, like, I mean, he's a smaller guy. He's got, like, a Von Miller-type size, but he's not as fast as, as those guys, or he didn't show it in the combine. So that's why he fell. He was a first-round projection going probably into, like, the beginning of the month. And then um, after the combine, people just started getting more nervous after seeing his measurables. But, I mean, he's definitely he's a good pass rusher. He's not going to give you as much in the run game, but – Dude, I think I think uh, Tampa Bay is actually a good spot for him. Hey, uh, real quick, Chase, um, what position did Vaughn Bell play? Was he strong safety or free safety? He was uh, strong safety, and okay. Tyvis was well. I mean, he did he did actually roam mm-hmm. some, and and I mean they're talking about him being like a hybrid corner safety guy, and he's definitely he's definitely got like the size and speed to be able to do that. So. Uh, we've Man, got the I would Giants love. on the clock. Cody, you got any uh, predictions on your pick? Uh, I would love him to go Ragland right here, Ragland. Ragland. Um, but I was really hoping Spence was gonna be there for us uh, at forty. So honestly, man, I don't know. I could see him going Ohio State again and going Michael Thomas, receiver. I could also uh, see them. Going D Did they really just go to commercial? Yeah, I'm gonna um I'm actually gonna take a commercial break too. Give you guys some time to stretch, get some water. Yeah, there's, we'll, there's no we'll commercial right. on NFL network. It's a commercial mm-hmm. on Oh man, I'm about to be so <laughs> mad right now. All right, so we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be right back. Y'all see that? We'll you didn't you didn't know yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. They're on the show. All right, hold on, we'll be right back.
All right, we're back. Let's talk about this New York Giants pick. Cody, I'll let you get the floor since it's your team. Um, I, I love the pick, man. Love the pick. Uh, Shepard, um, I think he can definitely come in. We don't know what Cruz is really going to be doing. Uh, everybody's saying he's 100% healthy, but we don't we don't really know that for a fact. Um, it's only been Odell Beckham, really, who's been carrying the, the receiving core. And I think Shepard can come in, and if Cruz is healthy, Cruz mm-hmm. in the slot, Shepard on the outside, as well as OBJ, and um, this offense can can get clicking even more. He's 5'10", 194 pounds with a 44840. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming he's going to probably work mostly in the slot. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. with his size you would think that, but um, I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't know. I would. I mean, I know he he can. He can jump for some balls. I've seen a few Oklahoma games, and um, I, I, I just don't know exactly. I mean, because the thing is, I mean, I know Victor Cruz, he can play the outside and he can play the inside as well, but he thrives in the slot. That's only, obviously, if he's healthy. But, I mean, last year at Oklahoma, uh, Shepard almost put up 1,300 yards to go with 11 touchdowns. So he uh, he had a pretty good year last year. They've got him. They've Cody. got him. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Chase. No, I was going to ask uh, Cody what he thought their needs were coming in because I didn't think cornerback or receiver were pressing needs for them to be your top two picks. Well, I, I definitely didn't think cornerback for sure. You know, with us signing Jenkins, I was like, you know, maybe we get a cornerback later in the draft, you know, as far as that goes. But going into the draft, I thought our needs uh, were D-line, specifically D-end, uh, just because, I mean, yeah, we signed Vernon and we re-signed JPC, but JPC was on a one-year deal. So he could have a great year uh, next year and then dip out and go somewhere else for more money. Um, offensive linemen, for sure, though, because our left side of the line. That's what I was thinking. The, the, yeah, the right side. We need we need to add a right tackle so we can get the, the mm-hmm. line straight to protect Eli. Mm-hmm. But our receiver was in there. I mean, I, I would say receiver might have been like fourth on the list just because I keep saying we don't know about Victor Cruz and nobody else stepped up. Ruben Randall was supposed to last year, but he did. You know, so yeah. all we had was Odell Beckham. But I mean, I'm like I said, I'm happy with that pick. And with me saying, and I, I've said it countless times, but I know we need a DM, but defensive line is so deep this year that I think that we can still find a quality uh, D-lineman in the third or fourth round. That Raglan pick for the Bills, that's a good pick. That's a great pick. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a great pick for them. Um, and mm-hmm. it's going to definitely uh, help out that uh, defense. But the the Bills, let's talk about the Bills for a second. What do you – what do you guys think was their issue last year? Because the defense didn't perform as good as I think everybody anticipated. They were pretty good before Rex got there. And then when Rex got there, um, they kind of fell off a little. Do you guys think it was just um, the transition in the styles of play between Rex and I think, uh, what was his name? He's the old the old coach, Shorts. Was it Jim Shorts was their defensive coordinator at the time? So do you guys, do you guys think there was just – 
just an issue in the style of play? I think I think Rex just shakes it up completely, man. And there was a difference in the style of play. And then you, you know, they made um, Mario Williams mad by, with the style of play. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying, you know, and then they're mm-hmm. trying to find out who the quarterback was going to be and how that was going to work. And I mean, I think all things considered. Mm-hmm. It was an okay season for them, and I think they're trending in the right direction. So, mm-hmm. and I really like that pick to add to that defense. So, mm-hmm. Rex has a guy that that uh, he can coach up and be an elite linebacker. Well, I mean, you know, you look at Buffalo, man. What mm-hmm. first time they took Shaq Lawson? Yeah. And, oh yeah. That's and crazy, now, man. Second round Raglan, man. I, hey, this defense. That is crazy. Should, yeah, this defense should be. I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, I know what well, Mario Williams mostly played DM last year, right? I mean, I know he he, he was stand up sometimes, but he mostly played DM, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you bring in Shaq Lawson, man. I mean, I'm not saying Shaq Lawson is a Mario Williams, but, you know, with the right coaching, you know, I think Lawson could be, could be a pretty good DM in the league. And then you had Ragland, who, I mean, a lot, a lot of people were saying, you know, he was the best linebacker coming in here over there in league. Sorry, Chase. But, um, you know, I, two great pickups. I mean, that's, those, that's two first-round talents right there. And it's definitely going to make this defense a lot better. I was going to say, I like that they're talking about Shepard, <laughs> even though it wasn't uh, the Giants' pick anymore. Um, I just want to let you know, they on um, NFL.com, Mayock, he uh, compared Sterling Shepard to Tyler Lockett. He said they have similarities in backgrounds and playing style, production, football character, uh, the only thing Shepard doesn't possess is Lockett's explosiveness as a return man. So uh, it sounds like a good pickup. Um, well, he was touting him as a good slot option. And, and that's what I was going to say. I just um, – one of the beat writers for the Giants just tweeted out something. I guess they already interviewed Jerry Reese or something about the pick. And apparently Jerry Reese said um, on Sterling Shepard, he's just everything you want in a slot wide receiver. Um, he said he's NFL ready right now. So I don't know what that what that says about Cruz. Maybe his tenure <laughs> is coming up, but yeah, we'll see. What a what about what about the running back, man? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering about the Giants. The Giants usually, like, they used to have a uh, solid running game. It's just so weird. Well, I mean, in my opinion, I think last year, I think last year the the problem with the Giants' running game was the running back by committee. Uh, You just had, you know, UT Jennings, you know, get the ball like eight carries. You see Green get ten carries. You see Williams get six carries. I mean, it was never – the running back wasn't able to to get sorry to get hot at any time because they were always being pulled out and another running back was coming in. So I kind of feel like even though McAdoo um, won't be calling the plays and he's now the head coach as offensive mm-hmm. coordinator, I can see him trying to get rid of that running back by committee and go with somebody from start to finish. Um, I, I don't see us going running back. I mean, if Elliott was going to be there, yeah, but I, I can't see it happening now just for the simple fact that, I mean, we have five running backs on the squad uh, on the team right now, and you know, obviously some people would have to get cut, but 
based on the contract, mm-hmm. I think the only one that would be able to get cut and would really get hit with like a cap penalty or anything would be mm-hmm. uh, Andre Williams because I think he's still on his rookie deal. But other than that, I, I just can't see it happening. Uh, this is an interesting pickup by the uh, by the Baltimore Ravens. They got uh, Camila or uh, Camille Carrera from um, mm-hmm. Boise State. Um, I've I've seen him play. He's he's an athletic stud, man. Uh, he's quick, really quick, um, and he has a high motor. So um, I'm a, I'm actually excited about this pick. And, and it always seems like the Ravens find a good defensive pick <laughs> uh, throughout the draft. And I and I'm I'm really excited to see what he can do uh, with uh, Doomerville and um, and the Thug's injury. You know, he's coming off another injury. But um, this right here is definitely a good insurance uh, policy for them. You guys, uh, you guys got any insight on that? <laughs> I personally haven't seen him at all, so. I was like, I, yeah, I was just I listening to somebody. Somebody was listening to something in the background. I, I figured they were about to say something. But uh, yeah, you, you know I'm all all about the small schools, Chase. Degenerate reasons, of course. <laughs> but uh, now he can ball, man. I'm telling you, he can ball. For a second round pick, I think they're gonna get second round value out of him. So I consider that a good pick. We got the Titans back I mean, up. The Ravens get the benefit of the doubt when they're drafting defensive players. So see who the Titans go with here. Titans got a got some good set of picks. What two second rounds in the first round? Uh-oh, this is your your room right here, uh, Chase. Austin Johnson, you know anything about him? Wow. And he has good size, man. You're saying almost 6'5", yeah. 315? He's big. Yeah, they're uh, – Penn State's front actually wasn't that bad. I mean, they got some guys on there. I think they got a, a defensive end coming out as well that's pretty good, so. 78 tackles, 154 tackles. 24-4 loss. That's, that's pretty good numbers for uh, a guy in the very middle, man. Yeah, man. He's going to be able to move the pocket for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. He's moving, too. Yeah. That's interesting. Interesting pick right there by the uh, Titans. Um, I'm under the impression the Titans aren't going to wait too much longer on Mariota. And by that, I mean they're not going to give him the RG3 type years. I think he's got maybe – He's got this year to see if there's any progress. And then if, if not, I think they're going to end up drafting the quarterback again. Um, do you guys feel like Mariota had a good, had a decent year given the circumstances last year? You know I'm not a Mariota guy, but I don't think they're going to pull the plug on him that quick, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been playing musical chairs at that position for years now, ever since McNair left. I mean, it's been a joke, so. I think uh, I think they liked what they saw last year, and if he does the same, you know, if he shows some improvement this year, he'll be fine. I don't I don't see them trying to look past him for a little while. Yeah, I'm with you, Chase. I mean, you know, I possibly see that a lot in the, the NFL when coaching changes happen. You know, they mm-hmm. give up on the second or third round. I mean, uh, second or third year quarterback. But I mean, you know, he. Started 12 games, threw almost 20 touchdowns, threw close to 3,000 yards last year. Um, I mean, I think that they're in the right direction as far as helping him out, getting DeMarco Murray, um, getting Conklin to, to protect him. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that they're definitely trying to build something around him. Hopefully, you know, uh, Doriel Green Beckham, you know, he's a big receiver. If he can stay healthy and play all 15 games next year and, you know, he takes that, that next level step, I mean, he could be a huge target uh, for Mariota next year. All right, before the Raiders give their pick, do you guys um, have any any idea what what their need would be? They were so active during the uh, free agency. Uh, what do you think the Raiders should go with here? I would go, like, Jaron Reed, D-tackle out of Alabama, plug him right in the middle, and, I mean, prepare him beside Will back. They already got hey. – um, hey, Sean Robinson is still on the board, right? He, yeah. He's the better He's the better of the two to me. Hmm. And they've got plenty oh, of edge rushers. I think they should go interior D tackle too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's uh, something they should build up because they've got athletes at the linebacker spot, and they're they're pretty set on the O line as well. They addressed that. Um, did they get a running back? Did they go Derrick Henry? They could. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, think I mean, they have the I don't think they addressed uh, this off season. Let's see who they pick. All right, come on, Willie. Let's 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 go. You sent them in. I'm I'm still I'm a little surprised, man. I thought Henry would be would be gone by now, at least early in the second round. Yeah, I know. That's the thing, man. You think I'm trying to think of who's up. All right, you got Tennessee back up there, Matt. Mm. Before this, uh, before this round started, they said it was going to just be like all defensive linemen for the front half of this round, and it pretty much has been. Okay, I mean it makes do sense. Think, it's just it's um it's a good draft for that. Yeah. Do you think if he's there, uh, if Henry's still on the board when the Jets select? Do you think that they go uh, Henry possibly? You know they lost Ivory to Jacksonville uh, mm-hmm. this offseason. Mm. Yeah, that's actually that's probably a great pick for them. Actually, um, I don't think Detroit needs him or wants. And I'm to be honest with you, man. You might see Washington take him. Actually, I mean, I know, you know that they had Detroit right? could be looking for a back that can move move the uh, move the pile because they've got um, they've got that kid that everybody kept trying to compare to Barry Sanders because he made that one run. Um, yeah, they've got their the chance to pace back. Abdullah. Yeah, Abdullah. So is either – To me, Derrick Henry is just like such a north-south guy that he's going to have to have a good offensive line to be good. Yeah, I think there was um, – I think there was um, some people who were – Reluctant because they didn't think he was uh, he was initially quick. Like his first step was a little slow, but he's a big guy, man. Yeah, I, I mean, um, you know how these you know how these Bama backs do, Alan. I'm I'm impressed that no one actually went and took him in the first round. They they've learned a little bit now. Yeah, I know, like it, man. I know that um, I know Seattle Seattle has a, a lot of picks. In this draft, I think as I said, they had four today, and then when they traded uh, with Denver, well, when Denver traded up with Seattle, they were able to get some more picks. Do you think Seattle might 
pull the trigger and trade up if they feel like a team in front of them is going to draft Henry when they draft him. To, I mean, they'll have um, they would have Henry obviously if they draft him. Man, uh, what was the other dude last year? I can't think of his name. Uh, oh yeah, he, he was nice though. Anyway. Yeah, no, he 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 showed out, um, and I know who you're talking about, but again, it slips my mind. I can't see, I can't see Henry in that system though, man. Like they they're gonna want to do a lot of read option, and he's not that guy. Yeah, I, I, they true. do run a lot of uh, spread type offense now. I don't think he's quick enough. Like Marshawn had quick feet, man. I think that's one of the most underrated attributes about him. Yeah, like for his size, his feet were really good. So I feel like Henry's not going to necessarily fit um, in that system. Let's see. Washington might pick him up, though, for real. That's what I'm thinking, I don't, man. I don't know. I think I think Scott's going to go uh, defense for them. He, maybe yeah, maybe yeah. He, won't, uh, he won't get out of this round. Is Dallas really going to carry all those running backs into the, mm-hmm. uh, into the no season? Way. Yeah, no so, way. I mean, someone – I think Alf might end up somewhere else anyway. If anything, I would say it'd be Dunbar gone. I think oh, yeah. keep me fat and keep me fat and keep Morris and obviously Zeke. I mean they they're already like staking it all on Zeke already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Like, they are. They are. I mean, but I would be excited too if I was in their situation and and we got Zeke, you know, I'd be a little about that. I'm not even talking about their fans, man. I'm talking about the organization. Like, so those other backs aren't going to like that. They're Alf might want to go. I don't know. We'll see. Really quick, do you think? I know Tennessee's up. They pay the tickets in. Um, mm-hmm. where, where do you think Tennessee goes with this uh, next pick? Dang, Titans up again? <laughs> Dude, they had like three picks in the third round. Mm-hmm. I could see um I could see Michael Thomas being like a good a good player for them. Right. right. That'd be I really good for Marietta would love that. I can see or shoot, the same goes with uh what's the, the receiver out of uh Pittsburgh, Tyler Boyd. Oh yeah, uh huh. Um I mean Tyler Boyd Tyler Boyd's nice, man. They, I know. I know the, the Titans already got a big body receiver in um uh, I was, I was Hyping him up last year, but he didn't really do anything. Uh, what's his Dorian name? Green Beckham. Yeah, Green Beckham. So, I don't think they're going to go with a big body. So, Boyd would actually be nice for them. I think they got to get him some weapons. They got DeMarco. Is their offensive line um, filled up pretty good at this point? Well, I mean, what they had, who's their left tackle, LeBron? But now they grabbed the Conklin. So, I mean, obviously, you're gonna, you have your tackle spot. Straightened out now. I'm not sure about the interior of their offensive line. I don't like Demarco there, man. I I don't like. He keeps going to these places that he doesn't fit the scheme. He was perfect in Dallas because that's who he is. But why is like why does he keep going to these zone read teams? That's not him. True. But money he, talks. He didn't really money have. talks. Well, why do they keep taking him, I guess, is the question. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that is actually the question. <laughs> like, Mariota doesn't want that dude in the backfield with him. He wants someone that can take some pressure off of him and understands how to run that stuff, man. I really thought uh, Bishop Sankey would be better. 
Man, I know. I had so much. Um, I hyped him up when he got drafted. And he was so athletic. I know. Actually, man, I, I hyped up a lot of running backs that hadn't panned out. I hyped up Storm Johnson mm-hmm. when he went to Jacksonville. See how that turned out. All right, let's see, man. I, oh, I, I already know. saw who they picked. I already saw who they picked. Nah, you, you guys are gonna, you gotta go. What? <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just, I messed mm-hmm. up and checked Twitter. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Twitter is the devil. It is, man. It is completely ruined it for me. <laughs> All right, well. Before they say but it doesn't make is any it, sense to me. Is this a, is this a so name if you're that watching, you know? Guys, brace, brace for comments. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think, oh, yeah, man. okay, I see who it is. Well, all right, come on, Javon. Why? Why? Are you joking? That makes no sense, man. So now they got two north-south guys in the backfield that aren't going to help Mary out. <laughs> so, yeah. so DeMarco calling his agent right now asking for a trade or not? <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, be, I don't know. I feel like he should be straight. That, dude, that, should I, be. that is the dumbest man, you know, and I was hyping up Tennessee, man, saying, you know, they're, they're making good picks. Um, making good selections with their picks, blah blah blah. But man, this one just kind of makes them makes them take a step back because I mean they had so many more holes. I mean you go out and you trade mm-hmm. for Demarco, but then you're going to draft Derrick Henry too. Come on, shoot. You know to be mm-hmm. honest with you, man. I know Derrick Henry. You know he had a good year last year, but you know I'm skeptical because he came from Alabama. I would have went with Kenneth Dixon out of Louisiana Tech if you were going to take a running back. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people are, are high on Dixon. I'm going to look up my back biggest, in Arkansas. His, I think Dixon's him. biggest knock is um, just for the level of, of play mm. that he um, he went against. His, what, Louisiana Tech's going to conference USA, I think? Yeah. So they weren't, you know, able to really – play, I guess, the, the high caliber teams or whatever, but, I mean, he, Kenneth Dixon rushed for 72 career touchdowns. Man, this doesn't make any sense other than the fact that I think uh, the Titans got too excited about the Eddie George comparisons and wanted him back there again. Oh, man. I mean, like, other than that, like, it doesn't make any sense to get, when you just got DeMarco, you get a guy that's similar. I mean, Derrick Henry could probably be better than, uh, to Marco ultimately, but still, it's just a scheme. I don't, I don't really get it. All right, I'm, I'm about to check out Tennessee's uh, roster real quick. I'm not, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure why they did that either. Is that, is that Herman Moore? Probably he's the only good lion other than Barry Sanders the last 20 years. <laughs> they could have got Megatron to do it. Oh wow, <laughs> too He's acting like he died, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. If Lions fan dies, he's poor Lions. Poor Lions. Lions. What do, do you think that they go? Look, I know I keep saying D tackle, but after, after, that's what uh, it is. There it is. I love it. Yeah, man. That yeah, dude. That dude good. is so good. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, good pick. 
that, and you know what, the good thing about this pick, I mean, I know he's getting older, but um, when they lost Sue and Fairley a couple years ago or whatever, then they traded to Baltimore to get, uh, I can not pronounce his name, say what my, my like, Nada? Peloti Nada. Peloti, yeah. You know, I mean, hey, he, he's a serviceable guy. I mean, obviously, he's smart. I mean, you know, he's going to have a chance. Uh, Robinson is going to have a chance to learn behind him. And I think that this pick is, I think, number one, this is a steal because mm. a lot of people had Robinson going in the first round. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm 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 high on that guy. I think he's going to be good. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that pick. I think he's going to be a beast too. That's a good. That's a good. Um, that's a good way to respond after you lose somebody like Sue. Pick yeah. up somebody of, of his talent. And then the know, second I round. That, I see New Orleans is up next, and I'm I'm kind of excited for this pick just because I think that they did what they needed to do in the first round when they got uh, Shelly Rankin because that defensive line is horrible in uh, New Orleans. So I'm, I'm excited to see who they go with this next pick just because they need to address the uh, the secondary as well. Mm-hmm. And I know that they still have what, – what, is it McKenzie Alexander from Clemson? He's still on the board, isn't he? Uh, yeah. To my knowledge, he is. You know, so, I mean, I'd be, you know, it, it, well, like you said, um, Chase, you said Vaughn Bell, you're saying that he, he could play corner or or safety, possibly. Yeah, uh-huh. So, I mean, that that could be a pick there. But, I mean, they, they might stay on the defensive line and, and go with the DN. Uh, I mean, I don't know. They, 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 New Orleans has a lot of holes, for sure. Um, but, I don't know, I'm excited to see, see who they go. Did y'all talk about Jacksonville before I got on? Because they actually just snuck in and got some decent picks in this draft, man. Oh yeah, yeah. We oh, yeah. we touched on them briefly. Um, Mr. Debella touched on them, but um, give us your thoughts on Jacksonville's draft so far. Well, I just thought Jacksonville already was building a pretty good defense, and then you add two guys that kind of just fall into your lap that they didn't think were going to be there in uh, Jack and Ramsey. I think that's that's some strong ads, man. It is. It's huge, man. I mean, you know, they they by the time Malik Jackson, you know, put on the D line, I said something to Allen earlier, even though I mean he he's kinda of made out of glass, but Prince of Mufamara, they they got him and they're adding him in the, the secondary too, but then you come out and you get Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey and you get Miles Jack who, you know, on a lot of big boards were probably both top ten on most teams big boards before Jacks the injury service, blah blah blah. But you know, this that defense is gonna be gonna be decent in, in the next two, three years. Yeah, I mean what's the guy's name that's um coming back this year? Fowler or the guy from oh, Florida? Yeah, Fowler. yeah, I mean oh, so I you gotta that, think man. about like what they're getting back, man. They're gonna be strong on defense. Shoot game six. And they're in a weak division too, so a good defense yeah, in a weak are. division is good. And, I mean, I think Allen, he had touched touched up on it earlier. Um, You know, the offense was clicking last year with with, uh, Hearns and Robinson. Yeah. Uh, And then, you know, obviously it took Julius Thomas some time to to get going because he missed, like, the first four or five weeks of the season. But still, if Julius Thomas can come back healthy, you know, Bortles has – 
he has targets, and I don't, I don't think, I think that you're not high on Chris Ivory. I think, I think we had the conversation like earlier on um, this year, but I mean, I think adding Ivory to that backfield, you know, I think that helps out that offense a lot. Yeah, they yeah, could legitimately know. they could legitimately contend in that division for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I can't even dispute that. <laughs> I was about to <laughs> I was thinking of a way to, to get a shot in because of uh of uh, Malone's uh, hate on the Forty ers <laughs> but nah, I mean they got like they got a good young team, man. Like with with talent. I mean, it's, it's to me it's kind of like the the Raiders division where there's just such a there's no clear leader. So there's a transition going on right now and the title of division champ is up for grabs. And I know people are still high on Andrew Luck, but let's be honest, he didn't look that good last year and not I don't think it's just gonna magically get better either. So no, I think I think Jacksonville's making better moves than uh, than like Tennessee. I mean I don't know man. They're 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 building a team. Yeah, the the issue with teams like Jacksonville, though, is, and from what I saw last year, is that they still found a way to beat themselves. So, obviously, yeah. that's because they're because of their youth, they're going to probably transition from that, hopefully. And if they do, I think that's when we're going to see that they're uh, that they've got you know got everything going on right now. I'm uh I'm getting back to to Tennessee now. I'm looking at their roster and um specifically the offensive line. And they have um, uh, Chance Warmack. Uh, he plays yeah. well for them. So, I mean, you're saying you're going to have Taylor, Lawan at one tackle, uh, Conklin at the Boom. other tackle, Warmack, <laughs> Warmack um, obviously inside. I'm not sure who their other starting offensive Guard is though, but I mean the the offensive line seems like it's it's definitely getting there. I guess they you know they didn't need to go offensive line with that D Henry pick, but I, still that was a horrible pick by them. They they could at least um, focus their attention back on uh, on the defense. I'm looking right now at their defensive line, and obviously they they drafted Dodd uh, with their first pick in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I don't really see a D tackle that really pops out. So they they could have went could have went D tackle, could have went corner. I don't know. But who's the Titan? They got Delaney, right? Yeah, Delaney. Who's the Titan? Yeah, they got Delaney and they had Fasano. Yeah, got Delaney Walker and uh, Anthony Fasano. Dudes. Doesn't Deuce coach for the Eagles still? No, that's Deuce Daly. Yes, <laughs> man. Man, they're they're running all these guys out from like when we were growing up. Like they're fifty years old now. <laughs> Dude, I had yeah, a Deuce Metallic jersey when I was like eleven. <laughs> wow, there it is. All right. Oh there boy, here we go. Give give us your Homer your Homer uh, synopsis, uh, Chase. <laughs> great hands, great route running. Not as fast as you want him to be, but Drew Brees and this guy are going to be lights mm. out. Dude, they, you know, I think I, I didn't even touch you off, Chase, but I think that um, this is a perfect complement with Brandon Cooks because I mean, you look yeah. at the size of Thomas, 
close to six three, big body, close to like what five ten, five eleven. But he's the the home run hitter, the, the, the speed demon, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. He can take the top man. off, and Michael Thomas can get all the underneath stuff. Man, dude, this this is a great pickup for New Orleans. I've said I've said for you know the whole time like. The thing about Michael Thomas, I just see he's so consistent. He's so technically sound. I can see him being the the uh, one from the Buckeyes that lasts, that actually has the longest career out of everyone. He's Keyshawn's nephew too, if y'all don't know that. Hey, okay. Just, uh, so that means he's not going to score, right? <laughs> nephew, man, he's got some good blood too. <laughs> y'all just see the Packers traded up uh, with Indianapolis. The Packers traded up. Where did Green Bay go? They really need a tight end. I don't think they trade up for a tight end. Did they go corner? Um, Maybe. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say linebacker, so they can get Clay back to the uh, (laughs) to the outside. Even though everybody thinks he's just saying what. You're saying they jumped nine, nine spots? Yeah, for what, man? I wonder what they see. I wonder who they think. This is going to be interesting now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, seriously, though, because I'm, I'm baffled. I'm like, what? The Packers moved up. Hey. That's right. Go Hokies. No, Freeman was that dude, yeah. Yeah, man, he was the dude. He was like one of the one of the beginning Beamer guys. Man, this is man, who do they go? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Mm. Not gonna make jokes about Packers fans on the air. I'll save it for the thread. <laughs> wow. I mean, they definitely needed help on the offensive line, man. Oh, there was a lot of people that were really high on this guy. I got. Uh, I think some I mean, people had a first it, round grade on him. He's a starting left tackle. They definitely need help on the on the left tackle side because. I think they had kind of like a rotation over there because it wasn't really working well, last year. Well, who was it? Um, who is it left tackle? Is it Balaga? They kept getting hurt, man. Yeah, exactly. they, I, I think it changed. He got some good feet, though. What in the world? He's a gifted son of a gun. What? I like his feet, man. Yeah, he's actually like, got real good feet for this guy. He doesn't look he doesn't look like your typical Big Ten stiff saltine uh, tackle. Yeah. Now I will say this again for de- degenerate purposes. Indiana had a mean passing game last year. So hey man, he, if they he, were under they were they really were underrated. They almost beat up yeah. too. Yeah, they had a mean passing game. So if he's protecting their quarterback. I'd take them on my team, too, because they were killing it last year. Killing it. Chicago on the clock. 
Is Maurice still here, man? What 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 the heck did the Cowboys do that for? <laughs> it, what? No, nah, man, he left. <laughs> he probably he probably somewhere like complained about it to himself right now. I don't know, man. People are trying to justify it. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any. I'm trying to be optimistic for everybody's purpose, man. Because I know when our pick comes up, we're going to get trolled no matter what. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but if it's someone that can actually be on the field this year, that's better than, you know, like, you don't spend a second on that. Yeah. Yeah. Not when your first pick is, like, making it clear that you're going it, you're going for it now. We have another trade? Who traded? Well, I see, I don't know. I'm watching, I'm watching the NFL Network. Yeah, I'm watching the NFL Network, too. They got oh. a basketball game on ESPN. I see the, it just says trade with the Chicago game. Well, actually, Chicago might no. I was going to say, if we don't get any more callers uh, in the next 15 minutes, if you guys want, we can just end it. All right, let's see. Mm-hmm. More information out on this. Uh... You can always check Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But shoot, the way Twitter's set up, man, they probably know. They're probably midway in the third round now. Oh, Seattle moved up. Oh, Seattle. Now I gotta pay attention. I don't like division people doing things. They, they they had they had the ammo for sure to move up. So what? Mm-hmm. You think they go off as a Well, no, they already did. They mm-hmm. went um to protect the in the first round. Huh. Let's see, let's see. You think that they try to go linebacker to um to make up for losing uh Bruce Irving? What did Bruce Irving leave on? Yeah, yeah they did. Irving uh-huh. went to the Raiders. Didn't he go to the Raiders? Dude, the Raiders defense is gonna be out of this world, man. Alright. Seattle, Seattle. It's just it's just hard to um like it's just hard for free agent spending in the NFL like that to to make an instant impact. It's gonna it's gonna be some growing pain. But I think I think it's gonna come down to whether that coach can coach or not. He's gonna be on a real short leash. Yeah, true. Jimmy Graham, twenty touchdowns. Jimmy Graham, remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! People thought I was crazy because I flipped out. Was like, what? Twenty touchdowns? You mean to tell me he's gonna do better than Gronk? With who at quarterback? I don't understand, like, they'll say the pick is in, and then 10 minutes later, somebody comes and announces it. I don't get it. I mean, yeah, but it's probably already on Twitter, so. Yeah, you're right.
Alright, you know what? I'm gonna cave it. I'm gonna I'm gonna check Twitter and see what see what they're talking about. Let's see. Oh wow. Did you see who it is? No. no, I don't even see it on Twitter yet. That's crazy. I must not be following the right people. Crazy. All right. Oh, and I wanted to say this to you, uh, Alan. Um, might be a stretch here, but uh, in one of the interviews or whatever that one of the beat writers for the Giants did with uh, our head coach, Ben McAdoo, McAdoo said that he sees some Randall Cobb in Sterling Shepard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess I can put two and two together right there as to why they took made that pick because McAdoo obviously was with Green Bay. Yeah, they got a baby Steph Curry up there? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that James? The the last good Alabama running back. Sean Alexander. Then he got on the Madden cover and that was it. Yeah, that'll kill you. Alan, there was a Glenn Coffee sighting on Twitter today. It made me sad. Oh man, you know what? Coffee's okay by me, man. He he left for for his own reasons. I won't I won't be hard on him for that. I try not to get like I'm not you know so I'm not gonna touch that. <laughs> he me, he started the, the trend of retiring 49ers. Yeah, he did. Wait, they chose uh, Rich Eisen. No, I'm just playing. Run a live draft show, can't get nobody to comment. Must have been because it's on a Friday night. Everybody running out with those uh, tens. <laughs> <laughs> four four out the door, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Twitter wouldn't even ruin this pick. Give me something, jeez. Is he going to say it or what? Nah, man. We're getting the, the biography. Mm. You got the other big boy. Nice. Nice. Damn, man. That's a good pickup. Yep. They're still building that defense, man. Damn. Our division is going to suck. I ain't scared. <laughs> I don't even oh, like yeah. this kid. Everybody know Bama defensive backs turning to Terrence Cody. They're no good. <laughs> man, I was high on Terrence Cody, man. Uh, but Terrence Cody got in trouble for... Uh, 
excuse my French. I know one of my friends is listening for cockfighting. I think, <laughs> which I I always find funny because I just think of um, Michael Vick and then um, Clinton Portis's uh, response to the dog fighting. He mentioned cockfighting. Always laugh about that, but anyway, I think that's what he got in trouble for. I was like, man, you're too big to be doing stuff like that. You can't, you can't be inconspicuous when you like six eight three sixty. <laughs> oh, and he's a Q. Oh, he gonna be lit. He gonna fit right in in uh, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real. <laughs> I'm pretty sure both of those dudes are Qs. They, they too, they got too much adrenaline, uh-huh. man. Especially Cam Chancellor. Man, I'm waiting to see what Bowen Bell does, man. I'm really surprised he's still on the board. It's been all D Lyman, man. Seriously. Houston. Houston. Oh, you already know the pick? I think Houston. Did Houston pick a lineman yet? No, they took um, they took Fuller. Which was a great pickup, I think. They really got to address that offensive line. They also need a back too. Huh? Maybe the don't they need a back? They oh, no, they Miller. got Lamar Miller, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Free agency. Okay. Never mind. They don't need a back. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man, I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're kind of hard to pick too. Let's see. They traded up for the spot. Who Houston? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't see anything about no. it. Yeah, they traded <laughs> this pick with the Falcons. Do you guys think oh, that Brock did. Osweiler can do anything for them? Well, I mean, it definitely helps that he he has. The other Hopkins supposed to, but I don't know, man. I mean, Osweiler didn't look that good when Peyton Manning was without. I mean, he managed games, but the money that he got from Houston, I mean, you're gonna be paid to do a lot more than manage games. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I mean, maybe the Houston offense fits him better. I don't know. Um, I mean, it helps out that he's going to have Lamar Miller to, you know, hand the ball off to him. But, you know, I guess the, the first, first – I mean, how, how is the Texans line, man, offensive line? Are they already? The Texans offensive line, I think, is, is depleted, man, because they, uh, they lost their best tackle last year, I think, to injury. Yeah. I, I don't think it got any better. From, what I, from the games I remember seeing – um, Hoyer was either getting killed or throwing the ball away. <laughs> and then if he wasn't throwing it away, it was just uh, our boy uh, D-Hop just making the play. Well, I mean, I guess the thing that that's, I'm trying to figure out is, all right, Houston was behind the Jets. Then they traded up with Atlanta to get in front of the Jets. So, 
I'm just trying to put two and two together and see what do the Jets need that Houston might be trying to take. I mean, it could be offensive line, but because, you know, what um, the Jets lost uh, to Brickenshaw Ferguson. Yeah, they need linemen. Mm-hmm. But, ah, man, I don't know. I mean, obviously, um, he should get in front of the Jets and take a quarterback. But, mm, we'll see. Brickishaw. That was always a great name to me. <laughs> I feel sorry for him and uh, Joe Thomas, man. They such talent and just waste because they were on bad teams. Man, he went to what? Two or three AFC championships. He yeah. True. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I always forget about the the early success of Rex. How in the world did the Jets manage that though? I mean, it was like back to back years they go to the AFC championship game. Like, I don't know. I, I just think it'd be weird to see the Jets in the Super Bowl. They fell I mean, I think, really hard, really fast. <laughs> Very. I was going to say, I think they just managed because of uh, the Yo, that... look. I'm sorry, I didn't cut you off. I just <laughs> Skip Bayless, man. He's back at it. So <laughs> What did he say? This guy, man. He just tweeted out what well, he did. He tweeted it out right after the Giants drafted up. Uh, Shepard, he said Odell Beckham will find he's not that much better than the receiver the Giants just drafted. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, man. Skip, man. You say so, Skip. If you say so. Where is he going to? I know he's leaving ESPN. Where is he going? Is he going to Fox News? Yeah, he's going to Fox News. Dude, everybody's going to Fox. And I'm going to ESPN. Or NBC. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Fox seems to to have um, it seems to have a better thing going. So, um, I just read something. I don't know if this is a legitimate Twitter account as far as, like, a real insider, but... Uh, it says, hearing Christian Hackenberg to be Jets pick at 51. Oh, man. That would be so bad. <laughs> All right, so the Texans got a center. That's not a bad pick. They needed isn't they needed it, somebody. Is it Nick Martin? Isn't he the brother of uh, the Cowboys? Last yeah. Nick Martin? Yeah, Nick I'm pretty sure that's player. right. That's pretty decent size for a center. Notre Dame's had a bunch of picks so far. Well, they they they're addressing that offensive line, man. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And everyone's trading up, so I guess everyone's trying to get the the lineman of their choice right now. Yeah, it's a it's a free fall in the trenches for sure. Um, in the second round. Really, to be honest with you, other than um, other than Raglan, Jack, and then I think the two receivers that were drafted, I think everything else has been Muhammad. offense. 
And yeah. Derrick Henry going to the Titans. Which uh, is uh, Henry, yeah. Dumb. Man. Let's see. That's good. So. Oh, I forgot that they drafted him. I think it was the last year or the year before. Um, somebody just put out. Yeah, they his, they really did. They really did pick Hackenberg. Are you serious? Oh my god! <laughs> wow, man, they're gonna be begging for Sanchez back. Are you serious? What does about Cook if they if Hackenberg went before him? Oh, is that Chad Pennington? Oh yep. wow! Mad Chad. He'll he'll probably tear the card up, man. Yo, for real, that card probably has a contract on it from the Jets. <laughs> it should. I'm trying to get him back. <laughs> he do, he doesn't look happy about it. Uh, wow. Like... Hacking, dude, it is so crazy to see uh, NFL teams reach for quarterbacks. I mean, it's it, – they, oh, wow. they must pay these fans to cheer – Cause I don't know anybody that would cheer for Hackenberg, but he's a VA guy, so I don't know where I'm taking that to. I'm just trying to be positive. <laughs> God, Hackenberg, man! Now I gotta listen to all these people online. <sighs> Nobody's watched film on him. All they know is he played for Penn State. I, I mean, you know, Hackenberg. I think is he. I think it was his second year at Penn State. I think he had a good good season. And that was under what, Bill O'Brien? Yeah, yeah he was all good. right. He was all right. Like he but, wasn't killing it or anything. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. if Hackenberg was gonna succeed, it would have to be in a you know, good offensive mm-hmm. system and definitely not the Jets. Wow. Why? Oh, yeah. I want to see what Irvin says about him. Yeah, did y'all see what Irvin Meyer? Who, who was it? Who was it that uh, left him hanging? Lee? Was it Darren Lee? Yeah.
<laughs> I can't believe they took Hackenberg, man. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to have to listen to this. <laughs> like, I don't even want to get online no more. I'm about to sign off. <laughs> Yeah, um, we'll just go ahead and end the show. Cause it don't look like anybody else is gonna call in. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna see if I can't get us like do like training camp stuff. So like later on in the summer, um, when camp start going on, we'll profile a team or something like that. And then uh, I'm gonna continue to work on trying to get some connections uh, when the Redskins come in. See if I can get one of their players on. We could talk. I was talking to Josh Norman, man. Now I'm I'm for real. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go out there and uh see if they'll do one. I need I'm to see if I can get into too. their marketing people. And I'm gonna wear my Odell jersey and ask them if he wanna play. <laughs> I'm gonna get you an Eli Apple jersey, dude. Dude, stop, man. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Hey, but I I really do hope Apple balls out. I mean I am sleeping on it though, to be honest with you. Um Still questioning the pick, like did we really need to go cornerback at ten? But I like his size. So six one, he can match up with taller receivers, two hundred pounds. So um, he's not. I'll tell you this: he's not going to walk out there this year and kill it. But he will because he's so young, man, and he only played for two years. So give him some time, and he'll get there. Oh, yeah. Which I know is not what you want for a number ten pick, but well, I mean, I guess the thing that. That I like about it is you have Jenkins on one side, BRC on another. You put um, you put Apple in at nickel. So I mean, I feel like you know he, he can match up with with some okay receivers, and I mean, I think he helps out our secondary from day one. But it's gonna be some growing pains. Yeah. At least his mom will be there. Right, well. <laughs> hey. He needs to uh, he needs to be in New York though because he has no life skills. So There's plenty of takeout <laughs> for him in the Apple, which is going to be a great marketing tool for him if he does become good. Got well, you Apple know the uh, the Falcons are the ones that asked him if he was gay, so maybe Odell was sitting in on that conversation and made it a priority. Gee, Chase man, really? Do we have to do this? <laughs> Yeah. Alright, so thanks for calling in, man. Alright, man. Alright, y'all. So this is IBS Out the Dark, uh the second day live um draft coverage. Uh, we're gonna try to get get on schedule um this summer with these training camps and um I might even do a college show. We got a lot of guys in the group that know college football. But um, again, I'm on Twitter at ActivelyLazy85. Uh, you can follow the actual group handle is um, at Iconobomb. And then also you can find us on Facebook and on the web, iconoclysticallybombastic.com. Thank you guys for listening, and this is IBS Easy. <laughs>